Welcome to another episode of the Jungle Dudes Podcast. I'm your host, Mark. I know I mentioned it last week, but I'm still not doing great, so I am shooting this live from what, well, I'm telling you it's the volume. Oh, hey, buddy. Uh, or maybe it's my living room and I'm sitting in front of my TV. So thank you for tuning into the show. Uh, if you're listening to the audio-only version, I might recommend this week at least check out a couple clips of what's going on here uh, because I have a really cool thing coming up. So it, I, it's almost like, you know, you can just come off the sense this is how we're doing this. Um, we had a fun episode or a fun opportunity recently to go spend some time with the doctors in Hamilton at Kettering Health. Uh, and they have a cool event coming up at Jungle Gyms for free on March 7th and 8th. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's about, oh, he's ridiculous. He does this every time I'm trying to tape something. But we've got a really cool opportunity and, and more and more important about this opportunity, not only are you going to hear from the doctors themselves here in a little bit. Um, which is funny because I'm sick and then I'm airing an episode about healthcare. <laughs> I'm secretly brilliant. Uh, but they actually took me into a, an area that was completely private, no patients or anything, and let me check out one of their machines that you also will have the opportunity to check out yourself at the event here at Jungle Gyms on March 7th and 8th. Uh, they'll detail a little bit more there. Uh, March 7th is a women's health scenario, a seminar rather, and March 8th is an all well-rounded one for everybody so come check that out uh and you know what let's just dive in because i'm out of gas already uh, <laughs> meet the guys that are lovingly referring to themselves as the robo docs and i'll see you on the other side of this interview think he has a hernia i'm gonna guess no, no. but i feel like Not you yet. could tell because he's so thin i'm like yeah you probably <laughs> smell that on him right you know <laughs> i'm guessing no but i'm hoping by the end of this i'll feel confident in guessing if people have them but yeah, i feel yeah. like it's a new game show yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we what's in your cart this could be a thing we could just imagine i think about uh, imagine saving somebody's life as you enter the what's store. your heaviest camera that he lifts is like that's a good question yeah i have one of those honestly really no, so yeah he's he pretty good have a hernia it means jungle jim's paying for the liability on it oh this, yeah. is a good, this is how the episode this needs to start now yeah exactly all right you heard that right jungle recurrence yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh well listen everybody let's dive right in shall we i've got an interesting thing here i'm always doing something weird and strange in the episode and i brought in a team of medical professionals here today uh and let's just go around the room dr lichter why don't you start first introduce yourself sure yeah no my name's andrew lichter i actually grew up here um not far from jungle gyms over by harbin park yeah and uh came here got all my groceries big fan of jungle gyms actually did my first date with my wife here <laughs> But the truth is, I'm a general surgeon. We came home. We've been doing some surgery over at Fort Hamilton, um, working on just kind of expanding access to hair and talking about hernias. And we thought we might pair up with Jungle Gyms. I've got my partners here. I've got Dr. James Parker. James Parker uh, just finished a minimally invasive fellowship in Kansas City last year. So they brought me on about six months ago. We're ramping up um, the robot, um, doing complex hernias, foregut surgeries, hiatal hernias for reflux, colon cancer, uh, colon cancer yeah. anything in the belly, really. Very cool. My name is Ryan Grody. I'm also a local product. I grew up in Ross and Hamilton. Cool. Uh, fun fact is my dad was the assistant superintendent of Fairfield City Schools for about 10 years. Oh, so nice. he knows jungle know really well. Yeah. Did we lose the audience or gain the audience? <laughs> I don't know. It's, uh, <laughs> depends. It depends. Loaded. Loaded. Um, but uh, I've been here since 2016 at Fort Hamilton or Kettering Health Hamilton and 
local boy. My wife's local, so. I love it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Th- first off, you know, having gotten to go on, let's just get this out of the way, and that way people jumping in will get to see the video. If you're watching, by the way, of course, because the show comes out as audio only and video, but if you're watching along, uh, you all were really gracious about this, about letting me actually get to, you know, you found me a nice, quiet space with no, no, I always called them customers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, am I wrong? Way, uh, yeah, right, right, right. But, yeah. but it's more uh, genuine. Uh, no, but no patience. It was like a nice thing where I got to actually see the robot in action, do a little demo and learn what you guys do, or at least as best as someone like me who is paid to talk and not learn things. Uh, could do. You did good though. Yeah, you did really yeah. well. Oh, thank it, you so seriously, much. Seriously, picked it right up. It, it, listen, I spent a lot of time playing VR video games. Yeah. I've, I've been in the surgeon simulator it's a few times. <laughs> that was his prep work for coming to the, <laughs> to the hospital. Know, just like, you pick up the saw, you're like... <laughs> I was like, I've only lost a couple patients, but they have a pretty low bar in video yeah. games. So. Uh, but no, I mean, you know, the way I got into this was finding out that you all were doing this cool event here. So, and, and I read today too. There's, I didn't realize there was a second day of it. So, March seventh and March eighth are the two dates. The seventh is the women's health seminar. Is that correct? Correct. correct. Awesome. Absolutely. And I, as I understand, I think both events are fairly similar. One is just a little is like obviously focused on women's health, and the other one is a more generalized version. Is that right? To say yeah, too? that is. That's very correct. You know, the whole point is we want to one raise awareness to women's health, gynecological surgery, mm-hmm. breast cancer, breast cancer awareness. The other is we want to make sure, you know, people that have hernias have those fixed because those can be limiting life factors for them to do their jobs or live their daily lives. Sure. Yeah. And as I understand it, I mean, it's really, it's something, it's a common ailment. Sorry, I just saw my reflection. I was like, oh yeah, I forgot I'm wearing the operating hat. <laughs> yeah. uh, you wear it well. Though. I was you like, oh well. my gosh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> It looks so ridiculous. The hat's a little loud. Yeah, I I get it, right? Exactly. The shirt's actually actually tamed. It's really really the hat that takes it to the next level. Oh, it's great. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, we're already off the rails. Uh, no, but um, the, the hernias are pretty common, right? And the thing is, what's on, honestly, my takeaway was what's more common is people don't know they have them. Yeah. 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 I mean, that, that classic Audi that you have as a kid in your, in your belly button, you mm-hmm. see, you know, oh, my, my buddy had an Audi or my friend has an Audi or you yourself have an Audi is a hernia. People are always like, well, what is a hernia though? It's just a hole that something else protrudes through. So for for most hernias, especially in the abdomen, it's a physical hole in the muscle. Mm -hmm. And the big concern is that the the, the hole isn't necessarily an issue until it gets really big. Um, It's what's going through the hole and twisting or turning, like things like your bowels can get stuck in there and you can get really, really sick. Really? The analogy I like to use for patients when describing hernias is, is think of your abdominal cavity as a room. Okay. Doors closed, windows closed, walls, everything. You open up that door, that's a hernia. And things coming out of it, you walking out of that room is now considered abdominal hernia contents. Yeah. Interesting. And is it usually like, I'm sorry. And it's not just bowel. I mean, the the most common finding is pain. I mean, cosmesis, honestly, is the most common thing. People have a bulge, they don't like the bulge. Right. But pain from the intra abdominal fat that everybody has, Mm -hmm. just that little piece of fat plugs up in the hernia. Every time they move, it pinches because the hole could be tiny and it pulls on that. And that's from the hernia. Yeah. That or the fat can pull on other organs and that can cause the pain too. Oh, gosh. oh yeah, we should we could actually have our own talk show on things we found in hernias. That could yeah. be its own oh, episode. <laughs> I mean, truthfully, we've pulled yeah. out appendixes, bladders, ovaries, colons. I mean, there's Small tumors. Bowel. We've actually had actual physical tumors that we've pulled out of that were really? on an additional organ. And, and it's just one of these things where we're seeing so many advanced hernias in our community. You know, the, the, the simple Audi is one thing. 
But then some of these hernias that, you know, I've done surgery over in Africa and some of these hernias rival what we're seeing even in third world countries. And wow. I'm thinking, where along the way have we failed our, our patient population? And is there a way we can reach out? And nationally, only one in five patients will actually seek care for their hernia, which means 80% of people with hernias don't ever wow. follow up until, you know. Until it's an emergency. Exactly. Right? And that's yeah. the important thing is we want to catch them before they become emergencies because that can sometimes be a two-step repair depending on the type of hernia. Is the bowel perfect or not? Oh, sure. You know, it has a, the bowel has a hole in it to be more layman's terms for some people. Uh, but that's the main thing is we want to catch them early while they're smaller, get them fixed so they don't progress to these huge massive hernias that are much more complex and can sometimes lead to down the road after surgery. Interesting. So what do you think the reasoning is behind it being such low numbers? Like, do you think, is it just outright lacking awareness? I think it's partly that. I think it's partly people are afraid to do it because they don't want to lose their job or lose time for work or don't have vacation time. It could be a lack of understanding as well. I mean, what do you guys think? Yeah, people just push it off. It's just like, you know, it'll, it's going to be there tomorrow. It'll be there the next day. I'll get taken care of eventually. Yeah, right. there's, this, there's this kind of like survival bias where they, they've survived with it long enough. They think, well, it's been there long enough. It should be fine until one day they wake up. They've had a coughing fit from COVID. They've had some sort of respiratory illness. They lift something heavy in, at their job. Something finally squeezes in there and gets stuck. And then it becomes a, a, suddenly this intermittent pain at the belly button, this intermittent pain down in their groin has something stuck in it that's twisted and sure. dying. So, I mean, that's the extreme of what we're trying to prevent. Um, and and I think the, the last thing that holds people back is this fear of mesh. So our whole, our whole event is about demystifying hernias, talking about, you know, the actual interventions that we choose and why we choose mesh. And finally, some of the latest technology that's even available anywhere in Cincinnati yeah. is, is this robot technique that we can get people back to work Faster than ever, minimal pain. I mean, how do you guys feel about it? I mean, you guys agree? I had a patient today. Yeah. I did a right inguinal hernia on last week. Took no narcotics whatsoever. Really? Yeah. Not. He said, I barely even took three uh, ibuprofens. Yeah. It's kind of the In time. Hamilton, no yeah. less. I'm sorry to make the joke. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it, it comes at a time. It's really a rainy it's a day. kind of <laughs> sensitive subject for a lot of people. Absolutely. When, no, no, truly. Hair I'm sorry. Say, and I'm sorry to make no, the joke. No, but. no, no. I mean, the joke is is always funny until we really sit and are like, you know what? That's, That's a real thing. Because yeah. it's true. Yeah, exactly. You know? So, yeah. Absolutely. When you mentioned mesh before, can you explain it like I'm five? Sure. So mesh is literally just a screen. Oh. So if you, if you have a, dry, a hole in your drywall, yeah. you know, you, you've punched it or your kids open a door too quick, there's now a hole in the drywall and you put the spackle in there, it just falls through. Right. The mesh provides a construct for the spackling to kind of dry into and reinforces the whole region. So we actually use something very similar. It's like a screen mm -hmm. that actually goes into the abdomen. The very first meshes were similar to fabric and like Gore-Tex. Yeah. Very strong, but they, they were so tight that bacteria could get in them. Mm -hmm. And then we went to a looser mesh. Those would rip. We've now had 20 years of this light, loose, airy mesh, which looks a lot like window screen. Oh, interesting. So we use it to mm -hmm. kind of patch over our repairs. I actually talked to a guy a couple of weeks ago who from Texas. He travels to Alaska and teaches them how to do hernia repairs. They actually use screen. Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> Polyethylene glycol screen. Yeah. Black. Just cut it out. Right. Put it Sterilize in because that's all they got. Yeah. Yeah. There's great studies out of India where they've run out of mesh or they actually even use the netting, the, the mosquito netting. Mm. And so the whole point is that you've got this inert plastic. It's, it's monofilament. It doesn't react in most people's bodies. Right. Can't really see it. I mean, have you guys ever even seen a mesh allergic reaction? So no. there rarely. are no, there are no documented mesh reactions that I know of. I had a patient that said he was allergic to it. And I literally brought the mesh over and put it on his skin and 
Yeah. Nothing. It's usually good. actually just an infection. And yeah. You're it's like, usually oh, like you're, an infection. Maybe your mesh was maybe you're allergic to the mesh, and that ends up being kind of a cop out. But yeah, mesh infection should be seen less than one percent of the time, um, and it is something that hopefully by using the mesh and using additional techniques, we're looking at a one to two percent recurrence rate by by utilizing that as a product. That's so. amazing. And I was I guess my question was going to be along the lines of the allergic reaction thing because it just stays in after that, right? Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. I've never had a hernia fix personally, but from what I hear, you don't even know it's there. I yeah. would assume <laughs> it's not, lightweight. Yeah. And you don't yeah. feel it. In. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I would imagine at this point, if you've been suffering with the actual pain that comes with the actual hernia, yeah. that yeah. chances are a little, a very mild discomfort probably is not moving the needle at all yeah. at that point, right? Yeah. Well, most most thing, people that complain of pain after surgery is, you know, sutures or tacks or stuff. And that's what we're getting away with using right. the robot is not having to use those tacks, which can be very painful. So let's segue into the robot a little bit, right? And I've got some, if you're watching along, I'm sure you can see some footage of the doctors driving and talk to me about this. Like, I mean, I know we talked about it in person the other day, but I'm gonna pretend like I didn't learn about it the other day for the <laughs> sake of the audience. Well, uh, the DaVinci robot kind of started, came about actually our gynecological and uro urological colleagues kind of took off initially with the robot. Mm -hmm. Um, and then it took general surgery. We're a little hard headed. So it took us a little while to catch on. So probably 2010, 2012, it really started to take off in general surgery. And then the newest robot came out about seven or eight years ago. So that's one everybody's using around the country. Now it's the most popular type of the popular way of doing surgery in the country compared to laparoscopic and open robotic is actually more used. Um, it's basically a, an instrument that the surgeon can scrub out and go sit on a console and the robots wheeled in and docked into a patient and the arms are held on a fixed point and steady mm -hmm. and our, our wrists actually use the instruments to do basically what our hands would do inside the body operating. Um, we can use four arms so we can control everything, control the camera. It's very steady, very smooth, very safe. Mm -hmm. yeah. And additionally, the, the view is impeccable. So moving from two-dimensional viewing to those that 3D view, really getting that extra sense of depth perception yeah. and the clarity. I hope that you, at some point you can refine that video where we zoom in on the dollar or the penny. Yeah. The clarity of view is just unparalleled in surgery. That blew my mind so much. Well, we talked about finding the uh, state names on the top of the, of the, on the back of the five. On the Lincoln Memorial. And yeah, I, yeah I, was, I was like, I was like, oh shit, which one is it? Um, <laughs> There's no Ohio. <laughs> yeah, right. <exactly. laughs> I, kept, I kept joking. It zoomed in so far that there were a few times where I was like, oh, they misspelled a few states and then had to wedge letters back in. Because if you look at Connecticut, all of the text is the same. And then the T in the connect part is <laughs> shaped yeah. slightly different and larger. I was like, oh, so somebody made a mistake. I'm like, oh, no one's going to see this. We saw it. I know. <laughs> I know you're We know. We yeah. know now. We know now. Yeah. Well, at least they know how to spell Connecticut. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. they learn. Yeah. It's a learning experience for yeah. all of us. But anyway, I'm sorry. Well, the other thing too with the robot is, you know, you can basically put yourself into positions to look deep in the pelvis, high in the you know, thorax where you're doing a, uh, you know, hiatal hernia where you couldn't before you can only feel right now. You can actually like basically put your head in the pelvis in a way, in a sense and see perfectly clear. And yeah. it helps you to operate down there much more easily, much more clear. And yeah, yeah some know. of these surgeries that surgeons used to say, like, if you can live with it, don't get it fixed. It's too big of a deal. And the, you know, the mortality rates on these surgeries were super high. Yeah. They're, negligible now with no the robot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, and I should impress the audience on this too. I mean, I, I kept making the jokes about me being trained in VR beforehand, but it really, I mean, for the commoner, that it was very a very uh, realistic, uh, I think, way of, an analogy of describing it, right? Yeah. Because yeah. like you do, you could put your face in the glass and then it was a beautiful 3D. I mean, I felt, again, and I was in there for what, a few minutes just to kind of test it out. It was amazing to me how 
I can't only imagine how it is for all of you that you actually know what you're doing because I'm going in there like, all right, I kind of get this. I saw Spider-Man too. I know how Doc Ock works, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, and I was like, that was kind of the vibe. And I'm in there like, you know, going through the little training course and all this stuff. It was just so blown away by what it did for me, getting an understanding of the space and everything and how it must just be huge for you all that are actually in there yeah. and know what you're looking for, you know? Yeah. Yeah. The clarity was insane. Yeah, ab absolute game changer, I think, for most of us. But e even beyond the surgeon, you know, the points of fixation, better positioning for us, making making the surgery safer and clearer, I, I think the final translation really comes in to the patient. I mean, all the benefits ultimately translate directly to the patient with, if we're not stuffing our hand in there, really moving around and being rough, we can be so much more gentle, so much de more deliberate, really dissect out just the critical structures, right. you know, and the pain is less, return to work is better, cosmesis is better, you know, it, it ends up being a no-brainer. It makes perfect sense to me. I mean, honestly, I, but it's nice to hear this because I just think about like my dad having a hernia surgery years ago when he lived in Canada. I mean, it was still a quick turnaround and everything, but at the same time, just hearing the way you guys have described it versus the way he described his experience, you know, it's like 15, 20 years ago now. Oh, yeah. So it's like, yeah. obviously things have moved along so fast. I just yeah. imagine it's constantly changing. So I'm like, there's that part of me too. That's like, wow, that's where we are today. Imagine what it's going to be like in 10 more years, right? You know? And you know, this hernia thing, you know, open, just, just for everybody who's been out there, it's it's not to say that any other open surgery is insufficient or that laparoscopic surgery is somehow less of a surgery. These, these have been great surgeries, time tested. It's just that the robot affords us some additional privileges so that we can really get top-notch care, minimal pain, you know, and, and actually we're finding a lot of other things as we go in. For me specifically on inguinal hernias, I'm finding 20% of the time on the other side, a hernia I didn't even know was there. Really? And so we're able to intervene on that before that ever becomes a problem. So you're not coming back in, in three years. Hey, you gotta have another hernia repair. Sure. Getting them done at the same time. Same yeah. thing with ventral hernias. We're finding a lot of occult ventral hernias, which we're able to just, while we're there suturing, simply fix those hernias. That's amazing. So, and this is such a big thing on the preventative side too, I imagine, right? Where, because like, I would guess, I mean, I would assume in general that getting ahead of any medical issue is probably gonna be huge, right? Yeah. For the, oh yeah. If, yeah. I keep calling them customers. Why am I calling them customers? Yeah. They're patients. Okay? I think that our boss- I was on Twitter too <laughs> long I, I think today. that some people would, would like us to think of them as customers, but- Yeah, you know. I, and I, honestly, and I know I keep, I have, I keep, I'm so embarrassed that it keeps happening because like having spent some time with you guys now, I was, look, I spent a lot of my life in hospitals because of my Guillain-Barre and stuff in my youth and just physical therapy and all this stuff. You guys instantly made me feel comfortable, which is, and not to, I don't know, I feel like I'm pretty likable in those situations, but like at the same time, like that's like a high stress scenario for a lot of people. And I'd wager that there's a lot of anxiety for a lot of people about going to the doctor. I had a conversation with a friend today. She's like, I'm really sick, but I'm afraid to go to the doctor. I'm like, just go because it's only gonna get worse if you don't do anything about right, it. Like, right. you know, and so what I thought was so refreshing about, and this is for everybody that I met at your facility, you guys were really just, you know, yeah, that like just courteous, but like engaging. And I don't know, I, you really made me feel at ease there to the point that Lucky and I, when we left, were like, I mean, I, I let those guys operate. I mean, like, whatever. I was like, well, you know what I mean? And like, I don't mean that in a weird way, but at the same time, I yeah. think that's such a huge hurdle, right? And, you know, and I don't want it to be like an age thing, but I think obviously us being of similar age group probably helps, you know, there's, yeah. and, and times change. And obviously you all have changed with it, which I think is really important to the, to the audience mm -hmm. too, you know? I think we're really lucky that we found each other as partners to be able to, I mean. Totally agree. Mm -hmm. Everybody's young, motivated, super chill. Down right. And uh, we want to build something awesome. Yeah. yeah. We all have ties to the region. We all feel very connected to this community. 
And you know, I, you, you can go to a restaurant that's a five star restaurant. We may be the Bob Evans, but we're we're a home we're a home style cooked place. Right. You know, I'm not getting like my sausage gravy anywhere else. You let's know be what honest. I mean? It's like you, you, we may not be we may not have every trick, every five star, <laughs> but it's like we've got what it takes. We're personable. We're down home, and yeah. it's just we're gonna we're gonna be the home style cooking of of medicine here. I think I joked with you guys when I was at the hospital with you that day where I was like, oh, I'm always trying to wrangle passionate weirdos. And I feel like I was like, these guys get things. <laughs> you know? Because you all were like genuinely, it was so refreshing to have that that experience where like, and look, the doctors I work with right now are very cool, but like you guys definitely outclass in that regard where you just seem genuinely like, not even just passionate, but just excited to be like, listen, we can do all these really cool things and it's going to benefit your health and your life. Yeah. And I, I don't know, it's, it's an, I feel... Maybe uncommon. I think it's something that makes what you all are doing up here at this location in Hamilton so special. And why I thought it made sense for having you guys on the show in the first place anyway. You know, huge, Which, huge thanks. For we appreciate that. Oh my gosh, Absolutely. of course. Yeah, yeah. Don't suck up to me too bad. Yeah. That's really where That's I was going fair. at. But I appreciate it. And I'm glad, and look, I, I like what you all are doing. And a lot of people will be like, Mark, why are you doing this on a food show? I'm like, well, uh, everybody has health issues. Every It's kind of the same reason why I'm doing a food show. I'm like, everybody likes food. And I feel like this is a cool thing that we should be doing. And yeah. I think it's, look, I think it's awesome that you guys are doing this event and maybe this is a good time. Oh, hey, we can wait if we got to, hey, 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 what do we think? Hernia, no hernia? No, no, no. I'm uh, guessing no, we can't see glare. behind, yeah, too much glare. Too much glare. We're on a live stream. Hey, hey, isn't that great? Yeah, it feels kind of cool, right? It's like this every day. I try eating a sandwich here. Uh, <laughs> oh, Jersey Mike's again? I'm like, yeah, it's in the building. Um, well, let's talk a little bit about the event itself and some things that people can expect to sure. see at both of them. So uh, I know we talked, obviously, the main difference is being the seventh event focused a little more on women's health. But in general, are you all bringing the robot here? Yeah, the robot's going to be here. You'll be able to touch and feel it. You can even try to beat us at a... Who can be the fastest? Oh, that sounds like a challenge accepted. <laughs> <laughs> I would like back to the Oculus. Out again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my kids at home tonight. Like, yeah, <laughs> I got my PSVR two shipment <laughs> notification today, so I was like, mm, "It's yeah. on, boys! Yeah, if it yeah, comes before yeah. the eighth, Call I will still lose." Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, but no, all kidding aside. So uh, I know we're doing that. Obviously, some education. Are you all speaking on this as well? There. Yeah, we're all going to speak as well. Uh, we're also going to. We're trying to get our mesh rep there. Oh, the main cool. thing there is people do have misconceptions about mesh and yeah. they hear all these, you know, just, you know, lawyers on TV. Have you ever had yeah. a hernia repair and then had XYZ happen to you? So we just want to put people's fears at ease about yeah. that yeah. and then show them the robot and how that can benefit them as well. Yeah, because yeah. I heard mesh and my first thought was like, it's metal, right? And and I would like to think I'm fairly educated and instantly was like, oh yeah, that doesn't even make any sense. But like, again, yeah. there is this that kind of like, you know, misconception, yeah. but you don't know, you know? Yeah. No, we have some with metal. I mean, but no, it is, currently it is a plastic. And so yeah, we're hoping to get the reps there. We're hoping to have, uh, I think we actually have two different reps that are coming. We mm -hmm. have the actual robot reps coming. We're mm -hmm. bringing a physical robot. We're going to have Clark? several Yeah, we do have to mention Clark's there. name. He, yeah, said Clark. Clark. he said not to mention his name during the podcast. <laughs> oh, He's that's the right. Yeah, exactly. are, we talking about, are we talking about Clark? Clark, Clark is the guy right, behind right, the scenes. Clark, Clark is Clark. actually Making the main guy. Yeah. Oh, wait, just Clark. But that was just Clark. Clark. Yeah, it was Clark. Clark, yeah. Clark. 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 Ingram. Clark Ingram. That guy. Right, Clark. <laughs> he, I got you. He's. Uh, we should find him on LinkedIn or social yeah. media to ask him these questions. No, no. Yeah. And, and Clark's excellent. Yeah. And so, you know, Clark is really our favorite. How many? I can't. Do I want to run. I'm going to run a Clark counter in the corner. Clark could be our favorite rep. So. He's Clark's one of our favorite reps. Yeah, yes. absolutely. We, we, have, like we have great reps, them. but yeah. he's he's phenomenal. Like so we'll have lots of people there. Um, we're our own staff are coming up to show support. We heard that Jungle's actually going to put out like some pretty nice food for us, a little bit of a food I was reading about that today. It sounds nice. good to me. Yeah. yeah, and so there will be no physical 
exams, so no, one, there won't be any snapping of gloves and you know sure. donning gowns. But uh, this is something. Unless where, you come back to my yeah, office. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh man! But yeah, oh, I'm forward to editing this but, now, right? But, yeah. But, but there will proud. there will be a, <laughs> <laughs> there, there will be our cards there available. But Thank also, you. what we want also people to recognize though is even though we're here supporting you know, the robot and, and winning businesses, you know, helping people. We just want people to be aware of it so that they can go to XYZ Surgeon yeah. and have it yeah. fixed too. They don't even have to come to us. I mean, yeah. this is about, we're seeing a need when I'm walking around jungle gyms and I'm like, wow, that dude has a big hernia or that, that, that lady or, or that person, let's yeah. say that person has a large hernia. Yeah. You know, I just want to, I, I just want them to know like, Hey, you don't, you don't have to walk around with that. You yeah. know, if you, if you need help, Go to somebody. We have great hospitals in Cincinnati. We personally are really proud of the program we're building. This is not your 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 grandpa's hospital where he went to thirty years ago. Right. Put a lot into to reviving and just completely just putting some life back into this hospital. It's been a great hospital for years, and even now, I think we've we've truly like the rest of Hamilton and even Fairfield reinventing itself. Absolutely. It's, and it's really cool to see. It's, I think, look, I'm not from here originally, but I think I made this joke with you when I met you guys last week and I was just sort of like, yeah, Hamilton was not a place that I had any interest in ever visiting when I first got here, right? And yeah. then in the last five years, now it's like, the spot, right? Like mm -hmm. I'm seeing all these cool restaurants happening, breweries, obviously the upgrade, the obvious upgrades Spooky to the medical Nook. community. Yeah, Spooky Nook's me huge. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, we've been trying to see, it's crazy. I mean, it's, and it's so cool. Biking on the river. I mean, it's family time. We, we go there on the Sundays. So there's, there's plenty of great stuff down on the strip yeah. where we're all getting the, the ice creams and there's, you know, Billy Yanks. Love to give them Chicken, a shout out. Chicken in the oh, cone, always a good time. Billy Yanks. Yanks. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and then yeah. you've Flushing. got, and some of the, some of the classics like Richard's pizza, you've got, you know, all the, there's, it's just a great place. I spend a lot of time at River's Edge now, too, because they're always having concerts and stuff like that. I've yeah. got some friends that play up there all the time. I'm like, this is what a cool little town. And then I have that thought where I like, I live in northern Kentucky. I'm like just outside of downtown. I'm like, you know, downtown's trying, but I'm like, where did we miss the boat where these neighborhoods are coming? And it's like, how do you support these communities? I, I mean, we're not city planners here, but, yeah. you know, uh, I, I just think it is truly wonderful what you're doing. So I'm really glad that this is happening. Yeah, I, think it's, I wanted to ask you all as we get kind of near what I would assume the end of this would be. If you had like one tip or I think tip is the right word, but that you could tell people that you could impress on them to say, hey, maybe this is something you should be watching out for, for this kind of thing, like a tell to be like, oh, maybe I should reach out to my, yeah. my local medical professional. Sure, sure. Yeah, I think for, for most hernias, people will say, well, I felt something bulge, rip, tear, pop out mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and initially was concerned, thought it was a pulled muscle. I yeah. keep, it just keeps popping out and it hurts every time I'm pushing it back in. Yeah. It's just, that's something we need to know about. Yeah. Oh, I hear pushing it back in and I'm just like, oh, that should be the red flag, right? You oh, would yeah. think so. Yeah. You yeah. think so. Yeah. yeah. But I think you made a good point about like the survivor bias that yeah. that's totally a thing too. Well, I've been like, pushing yeah. it back in for like, you know, five years and it hurts a lot more now. And you're like, well, let's, that's time to fix it. Yeah, for sure. You can actually push it back in. Let's get it done. Red flag. Yeah. yeah. If it's at that point, Let's fix it now. If it's not at that point, eh, we'll probably still fix it. But you got you got sure. all the time. Yeah. Would you say there's something that like is like in the lead up phase that might get you all like mm, maybe this is something we should think about? Um, I think any any umbilical hernia that you can see through your t shirt, yeah. that's indication. Okay. Technically, if it's over two centimeters, any umbilical hernia should be fixed. Cool. Any inguinal hernia, there's grounds to fix those. And what's that? Sorry, one? any groin hernia. Okay. Got it. And so you know if you're walking around with a cantaloupe. 
that's swinging, it's, right. it's time to get it fixed. And yeah. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that or not, but. No, it's know. okay. We got, we got a few cantaloupes in here that have been you know. swung, I'm sure. There's also so. hiatal hernias that are up in the chest. If you've got bad reflux, if you've got like bad taste in your mouth, have to sleep sitting up at night. Interesting. Um, People sleeping on three pillows. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're not responding to their medications. Oh. There are these Asthma. hernias. Constant throat clearing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just had to get. I had to get. Yeah, well, we're all checked out. You've got to take antacids with every meal or even some meals. Yeah, um, really, and that's one I don't think I've ever even heard mentioned in the. You know, like obviously groin umbilical. I've heard those yeah. as being. Fairly those are common. ones that you can see on the outside. Right. This is one that causes problems from the inside, and one yeah. of those notorious ones that before the robot, very difficult to repair. Sure. Now, outpatient procedure. It's yeah. insane to me. Yeah, no more, no more. You know, seven day stays in the hospital with a five percent mortality. It's. Now it's, it's maybe one to two nights. Day. That's crazy. So, yeah, no, I, Grody, I mean, what do you think? I mean, I know Grody's actually, we call him the old man in the group, but, you know, <laughs> he's, he's, he's actually, he is, he is our, our leader in our group. And, you know, I mean, what do you think? You've been doing hernias longer than any of us here in Hamilton, really helped to bring this program to where we're at today. And we're taking it to the next level. I mean, what, what do you think? I think we're, we're leaps and bounds from when I started. I mean, when I first started our our scopes in our hospital, mm -hmm. it felt like you were working in Bosnia. Really? Yeah. It was they were horrible. And then now we have four K scopes, which are the top of the line. And yeah. now we have you know the top of the line robots. So I think where we're heading, the direction we're heading, you know, is fantastic. And we've only scratched the surface. Yeah. And from what I'm hearing, there's only two in Butler County, two hospitals in Butler County with the XI. And that's the that, model you all are th using. That could right be now, right? yeah. That's, that's the not latest the model. The latest model with the XI. Yeah. And then. As far as I know, we're the only one who's also doing after hours and weekend robots. And so. the only hospital with every surgeon trained to use trained a to robot. Do the robot. So oh, that's a, and that's got to be a huge thing. Yeah, that's yeah. how you can offer, I guess, the yeah. extra hours and all yep. that stuff. So that's yeah. our that's our big push. You know, we're really trying to say, hey, this is where we see value. This is where we see our this is where we see our niche for you know providing academic level care if possible to yeah. our surgical patients. It's beautifully said. I love it. Okay, so to be clear on the event coming up again, we're March 7th, March 8th, Women's Health March 7th, General Health March 8th. Is the event free? Yes. Yes. Yep. Cool. That yep. was the free. Big. You know, we're getting it up in the event center. It's it's going to be several different professionals there. You'll have the opportunity to talk and ask questions. There will be brief presentations. This is supposed to be a fun event, family event. Yep. There will be other Kettering employees there that may not even be fit patient or uh, physicians, but people who are on our team, yeah. like our surgical first assist are there. Everyone's there is really excited, ready to answer questions to anybody. And then, you know, bring your friends, bring your family, bring your kids, get on the robot, just come out to have a great time. Yeah. I mean, that's a, probably, in my opinion, that's got to be the easiest way to get everybody calm and relaxed about this in general. Yeah. Bring the whole family out. Yeah. I think I'm coming out for for a little bit, at least. Heard a rumor I could be your MC, actually. I don't yeah, know if that's a thing great. yet, but you know. We would love it. Yeah. I mean, I would love it too. Are you kidding yeah. me? I was like, I love that kind of stuff. Yeah. As long as you wear <laughs> that coat. Oh, uh, yeah. We I had to. Surgical it's my Jumbo Jim's camp with yeah, that pattern. So, yeah. Can we actually oh. get this pattern? Yeah. I think we can and make We're going to call it like the robot team is going to, that's going to be our pattern. Now, I'm into this. This is the official suit of the Robo Doc. I love it, dude. Dude, that'd be so great. That'd Listen, this is our next collab, guys. Yeah. We're making apparel. Next. Yeah. Listen, more Merch. than anything, thank you guys for coming out to the show. And also thank you for the scrubs because I got a lot of comments in my DMs about how good I looked in them. So that was pretty cool. I was like, very ladies, slimming. I love you. Thank you. It really was. I was just like, oh, damn. I was like, oh, okay. I'm still, so I was like, is this giving, I believe is how the kids say it. Um, all getting aside though, seriously, really appreciate you guys. I think it's really cool what you're doing, truly. If I can ever do anything to support it, I genuinely mean it. Come back anytime. Uh, if you ever want to, I really think we should do our... Uh, 
I won't spoil it, but I think we should do that thing we talked about. Yep. That one thing. Time, yeah, that know? thing. Yeah, right, the, right. the thing. Would, it's clandestine, <laughs> right? Everybody's waking. And Clark. Clark. Clark, Clark, knows Clark. Yeah. Clark will be involved. Clark, Clark will be involved. I'm going to have Clark. Clark. Yeah. Clark Ingram. That's right. I need him to emcee <laughs> that. I would like him to just comment, do color commentary on us doing <laughs> the thing. Yeah. Awesome. Gentlemen, thank you so much, truly. Thank we'll you. see you all here on the uh, 7th and 8th. Look forward to it. Look forward to it. Thanks. Absolutely. That was fun, right? The footage was cool. I love that we got the opportunity to do that kind of thing. What an amazing experience. And I hope to see all of you there March 7th and 8th at Jungle Gyms here in Fairfield for this event where you can learn more about it. I see Morrison sniffing the tripod, so this is probably about to end bad. So let me just get out of here and go back to sleep. I will eventually be back in full speed to all of you soon. I miss you all. Thanks for watching the show. Thanks for supporting the show. If you're listening to the audio version, thank you so much. Uh, if you're tuning in on YouTube, it means the world to me. I've got a couple of video ideas I've been cooking up in my downtime, so hopefully those come to fruition soon. Okay, on that, I'll see you out there in the aisles. The Jungle Gyms podcast is recorded in the WJJI studio inside Jungle Gyms International Market in Fairfield, Ohio. The Jungle Gyms podcast is produced and hosted by Mark Borison.